1: tune back in the house once again it is your boy john harrington here and we got john regan with us say hey hey we got jesse moore say hey hey and we've got david mr playstation fleming in the house say hey hey hell yeah fellas This is Game That Tune, episode 157. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for joining us. If this is your first time joining us here on Game That Tune, what we're going to do is we're going to listen to some video game tunes. We've each brought three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs with a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off, have a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night picks our theme for the next episode and plays some bonus tunes. And our winner last week, uh, surprising. Uh, surprising result given the uh, the influence that the GTT Infinity Gauntlet had over the show the winner was me and uh, you know I was inspired by a recent incredibly discounted purchase to
2: uh, <laughs> come
1: up with this theme for this week uh, you know I don't know how many of you guys ran out and got that fantastic PlayStation classic uh, at your uh, local target for like 26 fucking dollars seriously these things they can't give them away um but the theme this week is PlayStation 1 games. Games from the PSX if you will. The uh, the original PlayStation, that one that uh, all of us awesome Nintendo 64 players had and definitely owned and played tons of games on. I'm looking at you David Fleming. I'm assuming you are bringing mountains of expertise to this episode.
3: I mean, I would say the only thing that I know more about than the PlayStation 1 is the Super Nintendo. Okay, fantastic. You know,
2: Dave, Dave is not going to bring this up because he doesn't like to brag, but he actually entered a contest where he was declared the PlayStation 1 superfan. I'm sorry, back then it was just called the PlayStation. He was considered the PlayStation superfan and got to appear in a national ad campaign run by Sony. It was actually pretty incredible. That's he, not true. Did, they did, did call a rap. The
3: place, they called it the PlayStation 1. They knew they were working on a second one. They, they had foresight.
1: Yeah, it was actually their third or fourth system, and they called it the PlayStation 1. You know, f- they, they were way ahead of Microsoft's game. Um, so, I'm sorry, does, do we have a sound clip for that? Does David have a, a bit of that rap that he wants to do? Uh, what, what was the angle on that uh, there, Johnny?
3: Yeah, Johnny. It's, it's, been a, it's been a while. I can't quite remember. You rap. tell me. Yeah. You know it's like it, six to eight bars.
2: Yeah, so it started off with like... My name's David F. I'm the PlayStation fan. I'm gonna have a great time here in Japan. Uh, Sony sent me here with spending money. It's No joke. Yeah, I know you think it's funny, but I'm the king of the consoles. And that's well, all luck. I got. Oh, come <laughs> on. You gotta rhyme some of those consoles. You your consoles. Which was kind of, of an consoles,
1: awkward line, because at the time I was like 12. Your mom's holes... Um,
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So yeah, this is going to be a fantastic episode. Uh, you know, having you know, just last week bought my first ever PlayStation One. Uh, <laughs> you know, I am now an expert in uh, 20 out of the approximately 1,500 or so games on the PlayStation. So, uh, I think I know what I'm talking about. I'll make up for David, you know, being lost <laughs> in the woods on this one. So yeah, we got four great games. We got a great fan request, and uh, I think we just got to jump into it, man. So Johnny, what do we got coming for? Game PlayStation 1.
0: Game (laughs) 1.
1: Alright, so uh, this game is notable for adding the most new characters to the series to date, since only six of the characters from the previous games reappear. It's also noteworthy for being the only game in the series in which two characters do not appear. Uh, Bonus point if you know who those characters are. you guys feeling after that?
2: I need that trivia one more time. Of course you do.
1: Um that's good I need to clarify it anyway. So yeah this game's notable for adding the most new characters to the series to date since only six characters from the previous games reappear in this game. It's also noteworthy for being the only game in the series in which two characters have no appearance technically three characters however that third character had a replacement uh, in this game. People that know me and know what this uh, probably is, they should be on the right track by now.
3: Pretty good idea.
1: Oh yeah, triple question marks from Johnny. Street Fighter Alpha from Jesse, they're both incorrect. David's got it, it's Tekken 3. And David's uh, answer to the uh, bonus trivia question was King and Kuma, I believe. And no, those those are sadly incorrect. Actually, no, not sadly incorrect, because that means King's in this game. King's my fucking man, so, uh, you know, that's good. Um, this, uh, I'll go ahead and get that out of the way. Uh, unless, Jesse, are you enough of a Tekken fan to take a stab at this?
4: No? Uh, I just recently started playing Tekken 3, actually, but I probably not.
1: <laughs> okay, cool. Then I'll, I'll leave it up to Johnny. Johnny, tell him the two characters. That make their only non-appearance in Tekken 3. They've been in every other Tekken game playable.
2: Let's see. Uh, I swear to God, if you say Akuma. That wooden robot guy? Mokujin. Yeah, him? No,
1: Mokujin hasn't been in every game. He um, should be. He's great. She's. It's the, great, whatever it is.
2: <laughs> the guy with the... I, Jaguar face for a face, or lion face for face, or whatever it is. King, the guy we that were that just talking King. about? Yeah, it was
4: the King? <laughs> no, he's in it. No, good.
2: Uh,
1: no, this uh, this game is the only uh, one with no appearance by Kazuya Mishima, which is bizarre to me. I, I thought he was in every single one of them. Uh, he's essentially like the Ryu of this series, but he's also evil. Uh, so the evil Ryu, if you will. Um... It's also the only game in which Lee Chao Lan does not appear. And, you know, he's so bland, I kind of forgot about him altogether. It's like, oh, yeah, that guy. Uh, the kicking man the, with the grayish hair. Yeah, yeah, Lee, Lee, that guy, Lee. Um, and then the third character, technically, uh, Marshall Law does not appear in this game, but he's replaced by his son, Forest Law. Oh,
4: yeah, that's right.
1: Because uh, you know I see, this goes to show you how much of a fan I am of Tekken, and also how little I was paying attention. This game takes place twenty years after Tekken 2. And oh wow. I had
4: no idea. That's a time jump there. <laughs> no kidding.
1: It's like, oh why is why does Kazuya all of a sudden have an adult son and he's in the game? <laughs> That's weird. Oh man, a bunch of characters are like dead and not in this game? Huh. Well, you know, I, don't know. I guess I'm just going to play. I like this gen guy. This guy's cool. Um, yes. it, it, I feel like they should have more games. I mean, like, I, I guess as fighting games have gone on, they've done a decent job of acknowledging their history, but I feel like there should be more, like with Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter, I guess specifically, it's like they're kind of getting self-referential and not necessarily doing time jumps, but they've been games for like 30 years now. So like, you know, Johnny Cage is old and he's got a daughter you know, uh, characters in yeah. Street Fighter, like, it doesn't M. Bison have gray hair now? Like, <laughs> they're doing okay with this, but Tekken did it first, man. They did it just like, boom, 20-year time jump. No reason.
3: So I No, I think it was Soul Calibur 4 did that, where, like, you played a, one of the main characters in the game was, like, Sofitia's son. Of course
1: oh man and oh. we all love Sophitia so well that we couldn't wait to play as her son the uh,
4: Fatal Fury or uh, King of Fighters game had one called Mark of the Wolves which took place like 20 years after and you can play as like uh, uh, Geese's uh, son Rock Howard and uh, Terry Bogard okay. is like older in it and stuff he just wears a jacket like instead it. of a hat
1: but see now here's a question we love on this show is it canon
4: Yeah, I think it's it's
1: canon. Oh, damn. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like non-canon, man. But, uh, you know, Tekken 3 is pure canon. As in a, you know, canon full of fire, man. This game is (laughs) fan-fucking-tastic. Well
3: done. Thank you. (laughs) uh,
1: Yeah, see, I just want to, (laughs) like... It's tough to go back and play this, because, like, I've played all the subsequent Tekkens to this, and it's like, yeah, fucking, you know... It's like, surely I can go back and get the same enjoyment I can out of Tekken 3. Like, you know, it's got my man Huarong, you know, it's got Jin, uh, you know, I'll be able to play this, no problem. It's like, oh yeah, I forgot. They add new moves and like, you know, tighten the game up every time. It's actually kind of hard to go back. Like, this game's still a blast, but like, I was fighting a couple of Huarong fights (laughs) and I'm like, oh yeah, here it comes, motherfucker, you're not going to see that triple kick come. Hey, that button combo doesn't do his triple kick (laughs) combo anymore. (laughs) What the hell? <laughs> like, I guess in this part in the series he hadn't learned that triple kick, which is such a dick move to do on people, because it hits all three blocking zones. But whatever, uh, you know. Surely I'll be able to pull off his. No, you know, I don't know any of the moves in this, and the the move guide in the game doesn't really give you a whole lot of info. It's like, okay, well, I'm still having fun. <laughs> but, uh, the Tekken series has greatly surpassed this. I'm sure there's somebody out there that would argue with me and tell me I'm not a purist or something like that, but, you know, I don't know, man. Uh, It's still fun to go back to. Uh, So, David, you're you're also a big Tekken fan. Tell me uh, your favorite character of the 15 new characters that were introduced in Tekken 3.
3: Was this the first game that introduced Yoshimitsu? No, Yoshimitsu's OG, baby. (laughs) Oh, okay. See, um... I'm getting my Tekkens confused as I think back to you, all of my knowledge of the lore of Tekken.
1: Oh, yeah. oh dude, yeah, the lore of Tekken's the most important part, because, yeah, I mean, oh, let me just run through you know the, uh, the the Wikipedia blurb on the new characters added in. And, you know, the the importance is in the fact that you can summarize every character in less than one sentence. Uh, so, the new characters for Tekken 3 You got Brian Fury, an enhanced kickboxer Sent by mad scientist Dr. Abel To kidnap rival scientist Dr. Baskanovich Eddie Gordo, a capoeira prodigy Seeking revenge Forest Law, the son of martial law Now competing for money Gun Jack, the new model of Jack Sent by his creator to retrieve the previous Jack's data Huarong, a student of Bektu San Who wants revenge for the murder of his teacher Jin, the grandson of Heihachi The son of Kazuya Julia Chang, the adopted daughter of Michelle, who set to rescue her kidnapped mother. King Tu, the successor of the original King, who is participating to save his predecessor's orphanage. <laughs> Kuma Tu, the son of the original Kuma, who is also Heihachi's pet and bodyguard. Ling Xiaoyu, a Chinese teenager. Mokujin, a 2,000-year-old wooden dummy who comes to life. <laughs> and uh, Panda... Zhao Yu's pet and bodyguard And a pallet swap of Kuma Like, oh yeah, good stories in this game Like, these are important stories to tell Like, now, you know, sure I'm a Mexican remember- wrestler Trying to save an orphanage
3: Isn't that Nacho Libre? No, it's Tekken 3 <laughs> I didn't Julia- realize uh, Julia Chang First appeared in
1: this game, I like Julia Yeah, Julia's great uh, See, and I'd forgotten completely That uh, she replaced her Mother, Michelle and, uh, that her mother's been kidnapped. I mean, seriously, these things don't come up in this game. It's just good fighting, man. <laughs> it's a blast. Uh, should I yeah, remember I guess all he- these
2: things you said for the lightning round later?
1: <laughs> Maybe, John. There will be a quiz at the end. I don't know if it's about this. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a, it's a fun game. Uh, you know, it introduced Eddie Gordo, the scourge of all, you know, Tekken players' existence. I mean, fuck yeah, that isn't character. isn't he like,
3: super cheap character?
1: he's just the character that makes it real easy to seem like you know what you're doing like you can button mash with Eddie and pretty much you know, it's like wow god you played a lot of Tekken it's like no I haven't I'm four years old and I just picked up a <laughs> controller for the first time yeah. <laughs> funny story I don't know what's happening I need to take a nap um <laughs> But yeah, like, you know, he's uh, he's a breakdance fighter. He's a capoeira fighter. So, like, his moves are real flashy, and it's really fucking confusing to try and figure out, like, what zone they're going to hit. Like, he'll do a flip and, you know, fly through the air and then kick you in the fucking ankles. And it's like, God damn it. Like, that's so stupid. (laughs) I hate this guy. (laughs) The fuck? Yeah. (laughs) It's those annoying things where he's, like, dancing on his hands and, like... He's doing spin kicks to your fucking, like, midsection, and then he could do, like, a grab thing where he fucking, you know, punching bags you in the face with his feet. it's, you know, it's just like, it's a character that's so frustrating to lose to because there's no way you would actually lose to this character <laughs> if you were, like, a competent fighter. Like, if you know, if a guy like me got stepped to by a capoeira guy, I'd be like, all right, all right, hold on. Wait for him to do something and now tackle him to the ground and hit him. <laughs> like, <laughs> this yeah Ha your breakdance fighting's no match for my be a big motherfucker style. Like <laughs> this isn't
3: hard. That's is yeah. an expertly timed flip kick. Let me stab you with a broken beer bottle. Exactly.
1: This is America, Jack. How does your capoeira stand up to a gun?
4: Yeah. That doesn't really a come up bike. in Tekken.
1: So what? It should, though.
4: <laughs> he brought a gun to a dance fight. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: That's how you win it in America, baby. Uh, but yeah, you
4: know, it's cool.
1: And there's also the palette
4: swap of Eddie.
1: There's Tiger Jackson, who is just the uh, same thing, but he's wearing disco clothes. So, like, cool. Um... And yeah, you know, it's uh, it's Tekken. It's Tekken 3. It's like one of the fucking like, most... Uh, it's like one of the highest selling PlayStation games of all time. It's a very important game. And uh, I feel like its success on the PlayStation ensured the series would keep going for a while. Because it's like, you know, Tekken's fine. But like, it seemed like it was going to be immediately surpassed on other systems by like Soul Calibur and stuff like that. And then it's like, actually, yeah, everybody that owns the PlayStation turns out they own Gran Turismo and Tekken. Like, uh, everybody's fucking playing this. We should probably make a fourth one and launch it with the PlayStation 2. Bingo, well, baby.
2: This was when, um, like, I I think the PlayStation got some versions of arcade games that were better than the arcade game. Yeah. Like, objectively better. Uh, which was a huge, like, probably did a lot to keep these fun games going, because honestly, like, arcades kind of really started dying around this time. And having right. the home console versions, I think, really did a lot to keep get you know boost these popularity and all that. Yeah, no, I, I don't doubt it. You no, know?
1: uh, you know, uh, I can't speak to it because I mostly played Tekken back in the day in the arcade. So you know, I, I actually can't speak to how good the quality of the PlayStation One was. I have played it now again. It's, it's hard to go back. You know, but it's like, oh yeah, I can see the merits of this. Like having this at home as opposed to in the arcade is pretty fucking great. Um but you know I, that's, that's the thing i was a, I was an arcade Tekken guy, and then they shut down the arcade near my house and there was a good like three year stretch where i didn't play any Tekken and then Tekken four suddenly came back and I'm like yeah <laughs> this is the shit i I remember this um but yeah it's uh it's a great game it's a fucking you know it's a literal playstation classic like it absolutely belongs on that fucking little mini console and uh you know it, it's uh I don't know what it says about me. That it's the very first thing I booted up when I fucking turned that thing on. It's like, yeah, okay, let me just uh, dip my toe in this with something kind of familiar. All right, man. Oh, here it comes. I'm going to do King's Ten fucking throw thing. Nope. Uh, they changed that one, too. God damn it. I don't... <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going to really... I'm in a deep uh, deep rut here. I'm going to have to relearn this old-ass game if I want to enjoy it. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, it's the shit. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, Johnny, you better share with me, you know, your favorite ongoing storyline in the Tekken series uh, before we continue on to the next game.
2: I love that Junitsu It's still in the series. <laughs> what was that word you said? I don't think Ninka you're allowed Jinitsu? to say that word. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, and I am your N-I-N-K-A, Ninka. <laughs> not I don't know, the robot wood guy who's 2000 years old whatever his name is a lot of story connected to that wood robot i love it no. yeah yeah well if only he could talk can he talk i don't know
3: no it's okay. he's All made right. of wood and a robot john, <laughs> I I can talk.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. how absurd john <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway yeah Mokujin's great too. johnny's a Mokujin gin a game that tune
2: Okay, so one character in this game uh, has a preferred, prefers the nunchuck as their weapon. However, media laws in the UK at the time forbid the betrayal of ninja related weapons such as the nunchuck, so their weapon is replaced by a three section staff in the UK release. Anybody have some answers or need uh, maybe another hint or anything? Oh, I don't think I need another hint, man. Ooh, okay. Feeling confident. Here we go.
1: See here. David's still writing.
3: (laughs) That's because David has to come up with a good joke answer.
1: (laughs) Ooh, man.
4: That's unfortunate.
1: There's a lot of good jokes related to the, the right answer, so we'll be doing that here in a minute. Come on, right. David. <laughs> it's a <laughs> lot of words.
2: <laughs> oh, my God.
4: are you writing? I like the... Oh,
2: oh my one. God. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Battle of PlayStation is what David wrote, which is incorrect. John and Jesse both say Soul Edge, which is correct. Oh! Or Soul Blade, if you're outside of Japan. Wait. Where? Uh, it, outside of Japan, it was called Soul Blade. In Japan, it was called Soul Edge. Was that just for the PlayStation version? Because I,
1: I definitely played a game called Soul Edge at some point. <laughs>
2: Um. Yeah, I think it was just for the PlayStation version. I'm pretty sure in arcades it it's probably still called Soul Edge.
1: Yeah, that's what it was. I, I played uh, a good amount of this in the arcade, which is what led me to answering it correctly. Because I'm like, Nunchucks, man, he couldn't be talking about my man, Lee Long, could he? I could. Lee yeah. Long. <laughs> Lee Long. Ugh. Um, what an odd name for a great I character in just... a great game, Soul Edge. That would uh, immediately be surpassed by its uh, sequel, Soul Calibur, and then goodbye Lee Long and hello Maxi. Not as cool of a name no. as Lee Long. You know. No, See, this Long just emphasizes
3: great. how little I know about Soul Edge. We're talking about, it's like talking about my man Lee Long. It's like, you mean Maxi? Maxi's yeah. the nunchuck user. <laughs> You'd think that, wouldn't you?
1: <laughs> but uh, you know, it was once my man Lee Long. Uh, and then seriously, no. This was one of those games where it came out in the arcade, and then like I kind of lost track of it, and like then Soul Calibur came out and was this exact game, but like they replaced it, Lee long with Maxi, and I'm like, now hold on, hold on, hold on. Is this like a ripoff? Like what? It, what's happening here? <laughs> um, are we not going to talk about Soul Edge? Was that even Soul Caliber? Soul Edge? What? Hmm. I'm confused. <laughs>
3: is this Soul yeah. Edge too? No. I'm looking up the the <laughs> list of characters in Soul Edge, and it's Huang Mitsurugi Rock Song Mina Sigrid Sofia. It's like this is Soul Calibur. The gang's <laughs> all here.
1: <laughs> uh it's got you know the most important character in the history of fighting games. We all know who we're talking about on this show. It's Voldo, baby. Yeah. I you were Johnny. Say Rock. Talk to us about Voldo.
2: Oh, he runs upside down. He, like, on his hands. He's mm-hmm. just, he's the fucking weirdest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, playing, he's... when I see Voldo, I just get really uncomfortable. I'm yeah, like, oh, you should. Oh, oh. You should. <laughs> I feel like
1: they developed, like, Soul Edge in response to, like, Pulp Fiction and the Gimp. And it's just like, you know, I like that Gimp. Can we get him in our game? <laughs> I don't know, well, man. He-
3: now the only thing I want is for them to release a, no, a new Soul Caliber with Samuel L. Jackson.
1: Yes. You can play Rock. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. yeah, I would Celis. like a Pulp Fiction fighting game where you just play as the Gimp. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: mean, <laughs> a Pulp Fiction fighting game running on the Soul Edge engine would be pretty great. <laughs> mm. uh, you know, you got Marcellus Wallace. You got uh, the character that Bruce Willis plays. Uh, you Bruce got Christopher... Christopher Walken <laughs> pulling watches out of people's asses. yeah. Uh, yeah. It, there's so much so much potential.
4: Would it have a different name in Europe?
1: Ooh, yeah. Um Pilp fiction. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Soul fiction.
1: Royal fiction. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's way that's way better. Pulp oh my fiction god. Fiction with cheese?
1: Mm-hmm. Um but anyway, yeah, so uh, Soul Edge. Uh, these days, all I think about when I think about Soul Edge is the act of edging. So, John, talk to us about edging.
2: Oh, oh please. Yeah, <laughs> I've never to talk about th- I never thought this day would come. Oh, my
0: God.
2: <laughs> oh, David, the point. So <laughs> David had to go take care of something. I guess David's
1: just not an edger. Come. Um,
3: <laughs> well, that's the point. Well, <laughs> you're supposed to. Uh, i'm sorry john talk to us about edging that that is my cue to step off for a few minutes gentlemen
1: (laughs) Uh, talk to us about your favorite edging characters no your favorite (laughs) things about the
2: game soul edge well i was i was actually pretty impressed uh i was reading up on the improvements this game had over the arcade version and it's impressive there's like five more unlockable characters um, I believe everybody gets a third costume that wasn't in the arcade version, along with like palette swaps of all the costumes. Um, three in-game soundtracks you can choose from. There's the original. There's like an arranged studio-recorded version of the arcade soundtrack, and then what we were listening to was uh, what was this called? Uh, the Con Super Session version of the soundtrack, which is pretty great. I was really ah. enjoying this soundtrack. Gotcha. That's the main reason I picked this game, was I really want the soundtrack on the radio. It's quite a good soundtrack. Yeah,
1: see, I got confused for a second there, because I already put this soundtrack on the radio. I'm like, wait a minute, we use Soul Edge. I listen to Cervantes' theme all the time, and I'm like, no, I just put it on there because I like it. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) I confused myself. But, good. Yeah. uh, now we get this fancy version, I guess. Yeah, it,
2: it adds an opening CGI sequence, and then, fun fact in the japanese version of the cgi s- sequence Sophithia so- sophitia is uh, briefly naked but in the international release they put a swimsuit on her hmm
4: but hmm. like you
2: don't actually see it i i, w- I actually went on youtube like i got to see this yeah. and i thought a video does a side by side playing at the same time work kind of thing my edging routine. and like <laughs> <laughs> i
3: looked this up solely for research purposes right Hey, yeah, you were reading about you
1: know the uh, the like things that's better about the PlayStation versus the arcade version. I was reading up about the benefits of edging, and you know how it can really help you control your orgasms <laughs> and achieve better climaxes. <laughs> and uh, John, let me list you a few things that are better about edging. No, no, <laughs> yeah. we're
2: not doing that lightning round. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, you know who busts a nut first? <laughs> you know, not on this show, <laughs> Lord. Man, y'all uh. are gonna
4: like my lightning round. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Here's the thing: it's definitely about edging. <laughs> <Yes>. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> should have man.
1: anticipated. Um, but yeah, so, uh, so Johnny, you, you did play this on the PlayStation, then? This was uh, this was like your game?
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I um I had a PlayStation One as you all know, and I played a lot of uh, Soul Edge. Uh, I never really got into Soul Calibur on the Dreamcast, surprisingly enough. Soul Edge on the PlayStation is where it's at, mm. and um, I'm I'm lying. Let's do That's the fine. edging lightning. I was That's about sounds to say, it's like, wait a second, <laughs> hit the edging round. Where are we going that. for a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Edge back
1: to <laughs> but, um, you did. You did own this on the Sega Saturn, right, Joe?
2: There was a Sega Saturn version. I thought it only no, came I don't out. Know, on the I PlayStation there was. It yeah, was uh, nine of them. You know,
1: it's a three D ish game. Uh, PlayStation era. Sure, they attempted to release it for the Sega Saturn. Am no, I right? Oh, this <laughs> only
2: came out in the arcade and the PlayStation. Nothing else. No wonder, man. This you know. <laughs>
1: Sega Saturn was right on the edge, and uh, they just—they <laughs> you know, got pushed over, and that was it. You know, Sega Saturn—they busted. It's—it's it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a delicate Game balance you get trying to achieve with the Sega Saturn, <laughs> and not having Soul Edge was—it uh, was its undoing, obviously.
3: Not Obvious. everything
1: else about it, but um.
3: Seriously, I love the fact that not having a Namco fighter game, that's the nail that broke it. Like, yeah, no, that's yeah. the final straw. It was
1: a very simple situation. <laughs> you know, Sega yeah, really- Saturn needed soul edge. There was nothing else at play. <laughs> they really um, did really use <laughs> the
2: term edge a lot in this, and I feel like that's made it not age as well. Like, every character has a couple of critical edge attacks. Yeah, uh, <laughs> There's a character named the Edge Master.
1: <laughs> I need to learn that character.
2: I've seen that video. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's it, that's the end of the list. That's oh. that's the end of
1: the etching. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were gonna I mean, go on game, like a real list like, yeah, let me talk about critical edge. Uh yeah. You know.
3: This this game featured multiple uses of the word edge. Here are yeah. two and right. I found no others. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um But no, I mean, you know, the good thing about this game is that it was, uh, it did bring Cervantes to the world. And Cervantes is fucking great. Um, what a fucking character, man. Every game needs a ghost pirate. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Period. He's great. Yeah. I I guess I really fell in love with him in two, not so much uh, in Soul Calibur or Soul Edge. But, uh,. You know, his uh, his catchphrase, which I feel like by now I should have on the soundboard, and I'm kind of disappointed that I don't, you know, come with me to hell was one of my favorite video game quotes of all time. Yeah. (laughs) uh, You win a fight, he makes his sword spin around him, and he fucking tells you to come with him to hell. It's like,
2: I like this character. (laughs) I'm trying to think of games that would not be better with the Ghost Pirate, and honestly, they're all better. Like great. Sonic the Hedgehog with the Ghost Pirate? Sounds great. Super Mario yep. Role with the Ghost Pirate? Uh, you kind of have that already. Um, Tetris with Ghost Pirates, Perfect.
1: Yeah, I don't know what role he would really serve in Tetris. I guess, like, announcer? <laughs>
2: yeah. DON'T PUT THAT THERE! <laughs> <laughs> All the pieces are Ghost Pirates.
3: <laughs> no, I like it better where he's the announcer. It's like in, when you get a Tetris and clear those four lines. Like, those blocks will come with me to hell.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you just get, like, a single line. Here. Ha! And then <laughs> <you> get four Because <laughs> yeah, he's evil and he laughs I mean, it's, you know, I assume he's evil I'm not actually sure if he is Because he's like one of the main characters in the series Like But you assume when someone's yeah. a ghost pirate They're evil, right? He, <laughs> add, the
3: first... he, he commands you to come with him Come with come with him to hell Yeah, he, <laughs> Come he's into pirate. hell
1: with him <laughs> on the edge <laughs> um. Yeah,
3: exactly Who commands <laughs> you to come with him to hell Come what in me of, with hell. No way. Yeah. What, oh, oh, what part oh, of that no. makes you think that he is a good character? Because like, the character's a ghost pirate dragging people to hell. Well, you know, he has some positives. Like, we're he not really sure if he's he evil. He has two thorns.
1: He doesn't drag anybody. He, friendly in, he gives you a friendly <laughs> invitation to come with him to hell. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he speaks with a tone that is not friendly. That is, that is a very curt tone.
1: That's the that's the truth for all Soul Caliber characters. It's you know they're a little you know nebulous. It's like you know that's I feel like no one in this game is a good guy. Probably because they're all seeking an evil blade. Maybe there's just the lesson there is that but seeking an evil blade there can be no good guy. If you were edging
4: um, all the time, you'd be grumpy too.
1: Exactly. God. <laughs> yeah bet you, you know, if you get a real good edge going you probably we probably all talk like Cervantes
2: oh so, uh, god why didn't I punch the English name of this game into our scorekeeping thing god damn it <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but anyway yeah so uh, that's all for the bonus show uh, after after the after the live show we'll be testing out our Cervantes voices and uh, you know, oh, see oh, if, oh
2: that's what we're doing okay good seeing who comes to hell first um uh,
1: <laughs> But, uh, Johnny, anything else on Soul Edge? No. Game (laughs) three. I'm on the edge. Oh, yeah. Okay, so uh, this is our fan request for the evening. Uh, this one came to us through YouTube over at our GTT radio stream. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce this name, but it came to us from Kelly-um, Kelly-um, kelly, um, kelly-, um, kelly-, um, kelly- um, something to that effect. Uh, they're a frequent requester, and we thank you for your request over there at YouTube.com slash Game That Tune. Um, and so this game... The uh, PlayStation version uh, added two characters exclusive to this new version, increasing the total number of characters in the game to 23. Uh, It also includes an arranged soundtrack and CG animated endings for every character. All right, gang. I feel like everybody should be uh, feeling good with that one.
3: I feel very good. Because, you know,
1: we're all very well-versed in the PlayStation back catalog. Johnny drew that penis. Uh, Jesse says Street Fighter Alpha 2. Sadly incorrect, because David has managed to come up with the correct answer. It is Street Fighter EX plus Alpha.
4: Is that the one with Skullomania? Oh, You're s- not supposed to bust Skull-a-mania right away.
1: You got to edge oh. your way up to Skull-a-mania. <laughs> I'm Damn not it! Yes, <laughs> of course it's got Skullomania. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, 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 need to talk about Skull-a-mania, but first, uh, you know. I said that name in that particular way because, uh, seriously, this game announces itself with some enthusiasm for the plus alpha tag. Street Fighter EX plus alpha.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Street Fighter EX and some other shit. Right,
1: also uh, alpha. Yeah, it's like you had to bring somebody along with you like, hey man, it's good to see you. Also, you know, my fucking cousin, he's here. Think, uh, no, don't mind David; uh, he'll just sit quietly in the corner and play his DS. Um, but yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, Street Fighter EX plus Alpha. I'm adding that to the soundboard. That's gonna it's gonna fill a lot of lulls in conversation. Um, yeah, you know, when we when we all pick games that we're very enthusiastic for, we're plus alphaing them. Um, <laughs> so basically, yeah, every uh, so Sonic, Sonic game, game man, that Johnny picks. Oh yeah, it's like this is Soul Edge Plus Alpha. Um <laughs> Uh so I didn't know until we got this request. I knew of like the the EX designation of Street Fighter. I didn't realize what exactly this was. <laughs> Why did this happen? <laughs> I still
2: don't really know what this is.
1: Okay, so here's the thing, John. What is uh you know, when you think of Street Fighter, compared to other uh, fighting games of the time, what do you think sets Street Fighter apart from them?
2: <sighs> Special moves? Well, from, from say, um, no, specifically, probably, like, uh,
3: what would you say sets Street Fighter in apart the PlayStation from, say, era? Tekken or Soul Calibur? Or even Virtua Fighter.
2: Uh, the fact that it's, like, 2D with great sprite animations? Sprite work?
1: You're right, John. That's right. So, what would be probably not a great idea for a new line of Street Fighter games?
2: Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> there it like, is. Is 3D? <laughs> yeah,
1: we pushed him over the edge. It's uh, it's Street Fighter, but done with fucking polygons for some reason. And it's just like, wow, you're really... Uh, like, I'm sure the underlying mechanics are fine, but like... This really sucks some of the life out of the street fighter games. <laughs> like, huh? uh, you know, I I I don't get it, man, cuz I I don't believe it's a fully 3D fighting game. It's not like Tekken or Soul Calibur. You can't like dip into the uh the third axis and like, you know, dodge things that way. So it's just Street Fighter but done with boxy graphics. It's, you know, it's it's Street Virtua Fighter. Um and yeah, it's uh I don't understand it man like you know sprite based like Street Fighter is just so classic it it looks so good (laughs) but you know I guess to make up for that they added some of those classic fantastic new characters Uh, like as Jesse was saying uh, Jesse let's talk about Skullamania what's the story here
4: (laughs) well all I really know is he's like the, the people that made the EX Plus game it's like their character and so ah. like they recently made a uh, new fighting game and I think it's called like Skullamania something and it's a okay. fighting game, a 3D fighter and like Skullamania is one of the characters and maybe there might be one or two others that are from that game that aren't Street Fighter characters so that's all I really know <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's cool. No, Skullomania, he is, uh, uh, per the Street Fighter uh, wiki, uh, he is a third-rate businessman who takes up a superhero identity by donning a full-body skeleton suit. So yeah, he's a guy in a skeleton Halloween costume with a scarf uh, who fights like a fucking superhero, and I want to know why this didn't transcend the EX series and make it back into the regular series. (laughs) like... I want Skullmania on the fucking roster of all Street Fighter games. <laughs> like,
2: yeah, it's kind of There like needs if you to be a bizarre imagine...
1: skeleton running around fighting Zangief. Like, yeah, it like, just
4: needs to be a thing. It's like having LA Park on your on your roster. Yeah. It's um, like if you
3: can imagine Common Rider joined Street Fighter. Right. Uh,
1: I'm in favor of that whoever common rider it's is. Your Dave... Turn
4: to make a metaphor.
1: Yes. Explain to us, Johnny, what Skullamania means to you.
4: Um, I think
2: Skullamania is that really weird music festival that happens a few days after Coachella. And it's, it's like very, very, very hip. Only at like, I don't know, maybe 25 or so people show up to it. It's very very exclusive and real, real secretive yeah and basically what it is, is it's basically Coachella but instead of instruments it's skulls and it's really really weird
1: <laughs> it's all dead people cool. from, <laughs> who died during Coachella and they <laughs> oh play their skulls <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: it's really fucked up that everybody knows about this um <laughs> but yeah no I just you know I love uh again like reading like Street Fighter profiles is always funny uh one uh just like la- uh the uh, over a week ago was Skullomania's birthday. His birthday is May nineteenth, and then uh, you know likes protecting his family, world peace, dislikes evil, and working overtime. <laughs> and uh, then if you just go through the list of moves, Scullo Dash, Scullo Tackle, Scullo Flip, Scullo Crasher, Scullo Slider, and it goes on like this. <laughs> like I'm into it. <laughs> like, These things, uh, these are good moves here. You know, (laughs) Skullamania really deserves to be his own thing by now. Um, but then besides that, there's, uh, there's also other characters. It's not just the Street Fighter with Skullamania. It's the Street Fighter with Cracker Jack. You know, Jesse, you gotta love Cracker Jack,
4: right, man? Who is Cracker Jack? Uh,
1: I, I don't know exactly. He's, uh... From what I can tell from watching videos of him, he appears to, uh... He fights kind of like Balrog, um... But he also occasionally pulls out a
3: baseball bat and whoops your ass with it, so it's like... <laughs> I was gonna say, I <laughs> okay, really hope cool. he's based <laughs> like, on, like, a little boy who does baseball stuff. Possibly throwing peanuts nah, he, at he you. he's, uh...
1: I can't really get a vibe from him from his outfit, he, you know, he wears like a, like a white jacket and like a wide brim hat, and uh, I guess his profile says he used to be a bouncer, but like, yeah, he, he'll he do like some turnaround boxing punches on you, but then he'll also like whoop the shit at you with a baseball bat, which is kind of cool, because one of the things that is cool about this being a 3D game and not a uh, sprite based game is they move the camera a lot more, there's dynamic camera work. So when Cracker Jack just fucking cracks you in the head with that baseball bat, your guy goes flying across the screen, the camera moves around, and then like, you know, the fight catches up with it. So you know, they changed it a little bit, um, but yeah, it, it's, uh, it still doesn't strike me as kind of thing that was really, uh, really necessary. Uh, and then, so David, tell us, uh, how you feel about, uh, Pullum Perna, also, uh, you know, newly introduced character for the Street Fighter EX series. Tell me what you think that character is based on that name. <laughs>
3: Holum Purnum? I feel like that has to be some kind Pernuh. of... Perna. I feel like that has to be some kind of grapple character, and I'm imagining like a set of overalls.
1: It is a Middle Eastern heiress. Um, you know, from what I can tell from the way she fights, apparently she's basically just, you know, cammy. But from the Middle East... Uh, and she uh, she's got a cool bodyguard with her, uh, you know, a bodyguard who I want to talk now more about than uh, than I do about Pulimperna. So there's <laughs> this guy Darun, Johnny. T- you know, tell me what you're picturing if I'm telling you about a Middle Eastern bodyguard Wait, named
2: Daroon. Is give me he the a, guy a... that
4: wrote Sandstorm?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he is. Cause, man, that's, that's better than anything I would have said. Thanks, Jesse.
1: You got me off the hook for that one. Uh, so Darun is this giant fucking wrestler guy, grappler dude. Probably the guy that David was picturing when I said Pulimperna. Perna. Um, you know, and from what I can tell from watching his videos, he kind of fights like Alex uh, from Street Fighter Three, but maybe he's like a Proto hakan from Street Fighter Four. Like he's you know like a Middle Eastern wrestling guy. He's got a big fucking mustache. Uh, he does like some spinning chops. And then at one point he does like this upward pelvic thrust, which uh, like just knocks the shit out of somebody. I'm like, man, this guy is fucking crazy, and uh, he's got this really bizarre thing that he yells. Not when he, thankfully, not when he does that pelvic thrust. That's not the move <laughs> that this comes up with, but it should be based on just the sound of you know that he makes when he does some of these moves. Let me let me play this clip for you. Indra! yeah i'm sorry in the what uh <laughs> it, let me just you know try to hear it through the hit it, yeah it's yeah.
2: Um, um, not great uh, yeah no
1: hmm yeah. Yelling that kind of shit got Jameis Winston Suspended at FSU a few years back <laughs> So uh you know that's a That's a Tallahassee reference for you guys So Darun, essentially the Jameis Winston of the Street Fighter EX Series Yeah,
3: uh, I'm, I'm looking up um Pullum Now and just like getting the visual and everything And it kind of looks like if Shantae Was in Street Fighter
1: Damn that's a much better reference yeah so if Shantae Was impersonating Cammy Yes that's Pullum <laughs> But um yeah it's uh yeah it, I, I i don't really get it like street fighters charming it's got all the you know the charm of the you know awesome sprite work and the tight uh you know fighting mechanics and i'm not sure how much of that carried over to this uh this new ex series i you know shit i didn't realize uh, i was gonna say i didn't realize they made so many of these and then i realized looking at this chart They made six, but three of them are different versions of the first one, and two of them are different versions of the second one. So there's three EX games, and uh, it kind of makes me wonder why they didn't bother bringing this back. Like, you know, seeing this makes me disappointed they never made Tekken Cross Street Fighter. Like, I didn't know that the Street Fighter characters were ever in blocky, awful 3D. You could have done this shit years ago. Like, why'd you... (laughs) Why'd you make Tekken bring their characters into your engine? You had all these shitty characters lying around. You could have just thrown them into Tekken. But I was gonna
3: say, like, or at the very least, like, some of these Street Fighter EX characters need to pop up in Street Fighter Five. Like,
1: yeah, No, they're fucking utterly bizarre characters. I mean, like, you know, the other guy, you know, uh, there was Cracker Jack, there was, uh, you know, Skull of Mania, um I'm trying to think. It was. Uh, no, no, Hakuto's boring. It's There's somebody with like a fucking Bane mask on. Uh, Doctrine Dark. Uh, he's like a fucking. He's basically Winter Soldier. <laughs> and I'm just like, why isn't that guy in the games? <laughs> like, he's like a badass military dude with a Bane mask on. <laughs> like, why? You know, how has that not made it back into the games? Like, why is. Like, his anything from this series made it back into the regular games. I don't think it has. It's very strange. Because it's like, you know, some non-canon side story, and it's like, no, these characters are fucking stupid, and Street Fighter's fucking stupid. Put it all together, like... (laughs)
3: It's like, oh, you know, know, here's a guy who dresses up like a skull superhero. We can't have him in our game with our electric green feral monkey people. Right, yeah, the
1: game which, you know, really broke out because of the electric feral uh, fucking, you know, Brazil creature Um, yeah it you know it's it's bizarre to me that they haven't integrated more of this stuff into the uh into the normal series because it's just you know it's like oh yeah like all these characters are so stupid and they need to be in the regular (laughs) series like you know there's like the big fucking evil boss Garuda you know who's like a fucking ancient like possessed samurai thing like a you know demonic samurai like uh did they ever put what's his name uh, the samurai thing from Final Fight. Did they ever add that into Street Fighter? Or Maybe
3: Sodom. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. he's said, did. Uh, alpha games. Okay. Yeah. Cool.
1: Okay. So yeah. Okay. You know, they're off the hook for Garuda because they had Sodom in the in the Alpha games. But all these other things, they should have added in by now. You know. Um, but I don't know. What do I know? You can tell by the enthusiasm for uh, plus Alpha. How much they cared about adding these things into the uh, into the rest of the series, but um, yeah, so uh, great game, kind of great soundtrack though, <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, thank you, uh, Kelly Om, for the request, and uh, I think it's just time to keep this game going, Johnny. So what do we got coming next?
0: Game four. Indra
3: this game features the least number of selectable characters in the series, with 15. This is ironic because the first game in the series featured 17, and the second game featured 18.
1: I was just fighting games tonight.
3: So once everybody has their answers locked in, I have an addendum to that trivia that will be a dead giveaway.
4: Oh, I was just about to ask if you could read it again.
3: Yeah, and then give us that dead giveaway trivia, baby! Okay, sure. (laughs) So, uh, ironically, this game features the least number of selectable characters in the series, with 15. The first game featured 17 characters. The second game featured 18 characters. Bonus hint, the next game in this series featured... Fifty six. <laughs> so, damn it, John, you can't guess two games. I don't remember what it's called at that point. If this is the third in a series. (laughs) Jesse says Darkstalkers 2, sadly incorrect. John Regan says Marvel vs. Capcom, which is correct. And John Harrington says Marvel vs. Capcom or X-Men vs. Street Fighter. But that's Uh, the
4: first Marvel vs. Capcom.
3: So there was X-Men vs. Street Fighter. There was Marvel vs. Street Fighter. And then Marvel vs. Capcom. Marvel vs. Capcom 2, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, etc. So... Uh, we're going to give John the dumb. point. So that's two correct answers. That's what I was saying. Is... I'm like,
1: I couldn't remember if it was called X-Men versus Street Fighter at this point or like X-Men Capcom or Marvel. Uh, Blobbity fuck. You know, um,
3: yeah. I, al- so I, w- I almost went with X-Men versus Street Fighter, but opted instead for the original Marvel vs. Capcom Clash of Heroes.
1: Yeah, the original Marvel vs. Capcom the third entry in a series yeah to-
3: <laughs> because fucking Capcom they've released how many versions of Street Fighter 2 like
1: um a couple I'll, I'll, I'll give you that but uh you know is this uh strictly an update of X-Men versus Street Fighter
3: kind of I'm actually like I'm actually really glad. I'm actually really glad this game came later in the show. As John was talking about, like, oh, the PlayStation had all these arcade perfect ports and like all these enhanced ports and everything. the uh, The PlayStation port of Marvel vs. Capcom is not really held in high regard compared (laughs) to the arcade version and the Saturn port because the PlayStation did not have the memory space to have. Tag team battles. So you could not tag team in this game. No! You you selected one character, and then you could select a second character as a permanent assist, and that was it. Whoa. Okay. Which Hmm. actually I think is a cool idea for a fighting game to have like one character and like a sub-character as like a dedicated assist. But in a game built around tag team, like, that's not a good compromise. Yeah, I guess it's not the end of
1: the world, like, you know, you gotta choose your assist wisely, but, like, it, it's nothing, like, you know, oh man, it's nice that, like, Akuma can come in there and do that fucking, like, uh, spinning kick, but, like, it'd be a lot nicer if I could play as Akuma and fucking Wolverine, you know, and, like, tag him in, like, this, you know, <laughs> this shit here, like... <laughs> just tap a button to use another character. Like, ugh, I I don't know if that's enough, man.
3: (laughs) And it's it's interesting, because, like, it has some strengths over the Saturn port. Like, the Saturn port does feature the tag team fighting, but you can only do, like, arcade and versus mode, and that's it. Whereas the PlayStation mode has time trial and has survival, so there's more to do. Also, also
1: um, the PlayStation port is on the PlayStation... As opposed to the Sega Saturn. <laughs> so, like,
2: True. realistically, True.
1: you might actually play it with someone. Or you might know someone that owns it and you can go to their house and play it. <laughs> like, uh- I also oh. love that the, um- Johnny has
4: nine Sega Saturns. Yeah. yeah. I used to have yeah. ten.
1: He was fucking hoarding them all so none of the neighborhood kids got to play them at all. He just kept them all to himself. Mine's the old Johnny Regan with the Sega Saturns. I was
2: really the Ebenezer Scrooge with the Sega Saturns. <laughs>
3: uh, the, the PlayStation mode also has an, an extra mode. I believe it's called like crossover or something like that, where you can tag team. However, you pick your main character and your opponent picks their character, and then your second character is whoever the opponent picked, and their yeah. second character is whoever you pick. Mainly because they only had enough memory to register two characters, so that's how they could get the tag team in there. Um, so,
1: so wait, what's the point of, like, I like the gamesmanship of, like, alright, yeah, you get a tag partner, and it's that bitch, like, you have to play with this character you're not good at. But,
3: like, if they could do that, what's the restriction on, like, you choosing your own tag partner? Like, I don't get it! Well, because <laughs> like, they couldn't load four characters, they could only load two, so... It's like, yeah.
2: Oh.
1: So you could tag in a version of your opponent. Basically, it, yeah. Okay, gotcha. I thought it was like, you know, all right, I pick Ryu, and you pick Wolverine, and then you pick my assist, and I pick your assist. I'm like, what's holding it up from, hold on, let me pick my own assist. <laughs> like, that's- let me pick my own tag partner, not just make David pick it. That's a weird memory restriction. <laughs> oh, you can tag in the other guy. Gotcha. That sucks. <laughs> uh- but
3: um, having dedicated assist characters, because you could pl- pick any of the playable characters as assists, but then they also had a roster of like legit assist characters. Which was cool because they could bring in some more like obscure characters, like they had Arthur. Uh, they had Michelle Hart from Legendary Wings. You could bring in Thor, um, the first Marvel vs. Capcom appearance of Thor, and then he wasn't going to appear for like ten years after this. <laughs> I was say yeah, took him a while to get back to that. Well, <laughs> oh, fuck, man. <laughs> Um, There was also one other thing cool about the PlayStation port, and I believe it was PlayStation exclusive, is, you know, every character has their... Once you beat arcade mode, you know, you have your little victory screen. So the final boss of this game was Onslaught, which is a combination of Magneto and Professor X from the comics. Fuck yeah. So... If you play this game as Mega Man, the, like, victory screen is, like, you defeated Onslaught. You got, like, Magnetic Shockwave, which was one of Magneto's super moves. In the PlayStation version, once you beat the game as Mega Man, if you choose Mega Man again and hold one of the buttons, I think it was Select, you could actually do the Magnetic Shockwave as one of your supers. That's oh, kind of cool. okay.
1: I it's like, think that
3: that's is an dope. awesome touch.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, but what's not awesome is that there's only 15 playable characters. I mean, seriously, what the hell, man? Like, you know, I came into the Marvel vs. Capcom series in earnest. You know, besides random arcade encounters with X Men vs. Street Fighter in Marvel vs. Capcom 2, where they're like, "All right, fuck the limit,
3: 56." <laughs> like, <laughs> what is so- every character we have a sprite for? They
4: right. are in this game. We're gonna take for you tour. guys on a ride. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, that's a good that idea, in. Steve. Write that song.
1: <laughs> yeah. I like it, I like it. Hold on, hold on. Let me see if I can you know, get three minutes out of this. <laughs>
4: God, I yeah. almost had a heart attack. Hey, that's
1: yeah. another one! Oh, I've
3: got this I've got this <laughs> huge sheet of lyrics. I spent all night writing all these lyrics. Fuck, I can't find it. All I have is the title. We'll we'll come back to it. I'm I'm sure I'll think of the rest of the lyrics once we get to the recording booth. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, he was sitting there writing, take you for a ride, but he just couldn't get past that, and then he put on some Simpsons to get past his writer's block, and he gets the part where Bart's just writing on the chalkboard, he's like... <gasps> I got Okay. You've done it again, and he holds up the money bags.
2: Um, I but yeah, no, 15 characters is fucking stupid. I'm
1: and I'm the characters like, they I'm, chose. So, I mean, tell me, you know, David, please explain to me who the hell Jin Tome is.
3: Uh, Jin Tome is a classic Capcom character who is from a series of like mech fighters that I believe were Japanese only. And I'm kind of blanking on the name. I believe I think it's, it's the. C- I was gonna say Cyber I believe bots. it's the c- <laughs> cyberbots. Yeah, it's where Devilot is from, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Of course, everyone's favorite character, Devilot. Yeah, he
2: does a lot of but development. Had, he's great.
3: Yeah, I, I mean Devil you have like Devilot. Lot. <laughs> you had your classic, you know, Capcom Ryu Chun Li Morgan Captain Commando Strider, uh, and then I love that the. Um, the the Marvel roster on this it kind of balances like <laughs> classic Marvel characters with the very nineties 90s. 90s Marvel characters <laughs> with like the fucking okay nineties <laughs> <laughs> like let's put in Spider Man and Captain America all right let's also put in Venom and Wolverine <laughs> and War Machine should <laughs> we put in Iron Man no War Machine.
1: Yeah. Fuck that drunk, put in war machine. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: like, I'm kind of surprised that the Punisher never showed up in this game. Like,
1: yeah, no, actually, I'm racking my brain. Was Punisher even in Marvel's Capcom 2? I don't know. No. He was. Yeah. Probably because they don't want somebody just blasting motherfuckers with guns, and I don't want to talk about cable. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but, like,
3: if they're laser they're guns, guns, they're
1: okay. <laughs> yeah big lasers fine Punisher whoa now um yeah but uh yeah it, it's really fucking funny they got war machine and not iron man <laughs> like alright we got this iron man thing ready yeah I don't know man it's a little colorful for my taste Yeah, can we uh wait let me just slide the saturation down on that oh yeah I what like that better what if we just
3: put a giant gun on his shoulder like <laughs> yeah alright I'm, I'm feeling it Yeah.
1: alright well since you cut the Punisher fine you can strap a gun to iron man <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cool. So, well, And I
3: love, like, if you played Iron Man in Marvel vs. Street Fighter, he has his unabeam where he shoots the beam and he shouts, like, Unabeam! If you play War Machine in this game, he has the exact same attack, but he just shouts shoulder cannon.
1: Oh! <laughs> you know how many times I was watching the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies and waiting for Iron Man to actually say Unabeam? <laughs> because of these games? <laughs> like... Uh... <laughs> The fucking Civil War at the end he blasts off Winter Soldier's arm and he uses the fucking chest beam, I'm like, say it. Say it
3: Yeah. Now all <laughs> I wanna do is like <laughs> I just wanna take that fight from Civil War and add in Marvel vs. Capcom sound effects.
1: Yeah. You yeah, know, that seems like a fantastic edit that needs to happen. And I was also thanks to, you know, Iron Man in these games, I was waiting for at some point Tony to just like say to somebody superior attacks and then just like fly away like, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's okay, so if I could be a giant fucking nerd for a second, in, um, Avengers vs. Justice League, there's a part where, like, all of the Marvel and DC characters come together and fight together, and there's a bit where Kyle Rayner uses his ring based on, like, Iron Man's tech to give him an extra weapon, and it's the fucking Proton Cannon from Marvel vs. <laughs> Capcom. Oh, it's proton cannon! It's <laughs> great! Oh, that might
1: be the best, like, call out, like, superior attacks is good, Univeam is good, (laughs) but, yeah, just, Proton Cannon! And then a giant cannon appears, like, Yeah, that should have happened in Infinity War. I mean, Spoilers, it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> At no point did Iron Man yell proton cannon, and the proton cannon appeared for him to shoot someone with it.
3: I uh. Especially, like, in Infinity War, it's like, oh, yeah, my suit's all nanotech. I can do And, like, all these extra features come yes. out. It's like, oh, please, please, <laughs> please. <laughs> God, the whole movie should have just turned into Marvel
1: vs. Capcom. <laughs> oh. Yeah.
4: That's next. <laughs> Disney's got to buy it. John claude Van Dam shows up.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no!
4: The oh, my, my God. Been
1: like the
3: end Van Dam steps out. <laughs> Thanos, like, uses the Infinity Gauntlet. like, you destroyed the Black Order. I have a new army. And it's just live-action Capcom characters
2: coming out. Oh, my God. And Bison with an Infinity Gauntlet.
3: Oh,
1: dude, yeah. Picture... Oh. Uh, Neil McDonough M. Bison coming face to face with Dub Dub Dugan.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what the? <laughs> well, this is a uh, this reference is really specific. I feel like only the game that Dune guys are gonna love this.
2: there fear you popcorn, boy? Do we? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I would love nothing more than for um. Ming-Na Wen as her character <laughs> from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to, like, turn a corner, get kicked in the face, and it's just a digitally <laughs> DH aged version of her as Chun-Li.
1: Oh, dude. Okay, yeah, we need to write this. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. Patreon goal. MCU versus the 90s Capcom?
2: <laughs> yes!
1: <laughs> please, God, please. What's Kylie the note
2: doing? doing? I think it's called the CCU.
1: Man, I'll CC you on that email for our fucking million dollar idea. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: <So>, good night. <laughs> anyway, or like, again, I, 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 I was gonna say, like, I would just settle for Tom Hardy's Venom to do some of those <gasps> Venom Fang moves. Like, that movie would have been better if he just jumped into a pool of his own symbiote.
1: Yes, or at some <laughs> point he did the big fucking like clap with his hands that turned into his jaws.
4: Like that was always so. Oh, exactly. That would have been great. That would have been really great. great. Right.
1: Uh, it would have been really great if Marvel vs. Capcom, the first one, had a Carnage character, um, you know, done by Woody Harrelson. That would have uh, really put ha. over the nineties top.
3: <laughs> I mean, they did have a, an unlockable character that was Red Venom, so that was kind of close what <laughs> hold on <laughs> they went as far as to do red venom and they didn't do carnage <laughs> oh yeah isn't there were, that the same thing there were there were six secret characters but only one of them was their own original which was roll there was red venom there was gold war machine there was orange hulk there was morrigan but colored to be lilith and then there was shadow lady which was basically just chun Li, but colored darker I really want Orange Hulk to be part of the MCU, too. (laughs) What are you doing
1: Nickelodeon Hulk?
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's he's there to sell orange juice.
1: (laughs) This makes no sense. Like, why the fuck? Orange Hulk. You know, there's already a Gray Hulk and a Red Hulk, if you want to have those. I'm
4: like, no!
3: Orange Hulk. I mean, at the time, there wasn't a Red Hulk, but... But there was a Gray Hulk. was definitely a thing.
4: There was Billy, your no mother's right. <laughs> yeah. <There was>
1: no-
4: <laughs> Billy, the Hulk's
1: right. <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh god. Um, it's been a while gamer since we chat. made a Loja reference. Son oh man. Too. Jaden um, gamer in the chat mentions Nickelodeon Hulk with SpongeBob's laugh, and all I can imagine is Hulk smash. Ah! I just want. Thank Orange you Hulk for Hulk giving me your best
1: effort. <laughs> Orange um, Hulk
2: played by Robert Loja That's what I want.
1: Yeah, could have yeah. been possible at ninety six. <laughs> Old smash. <laughs> <laughs> hate, uh, We're gonna work on those Loja impressions. Uh, anyway, David, anything else on Marvel versus Capcom? The original Marvel versus Capcom, the third game in this apparent <laughs> series.
3: Um. No. No. I think no. we said it all.
1: pretty well covered
3: once we get to Nickelodeon Hulk I think we're pretty much done (laughs) the lows Hulk it
1: really kind (laughs) of seals things up so let's finish this uh, finish this pitch off Johnny let's see if we got five (laughs) fighting games tonight
0: (laughs) game five
4: this is the first game in the series Um, the story mode contains no voiceovers instead the characters meet each other backstage with mouths that move but there's no voice so they're just like (laughs) (laughs)
1: it's good trivia
0: (laughs) I'm an ass man yeah I'm an ass man i
3: Oh man. That's... Can That's... we listen to that song again? That song
1: is yeah, well, I, I need that still playing as I write my down. I, I got all caught up in the ass. To <laughs> I'm <laughs> really a nice the right man. <laughs> Thank you.
4: Yeah, I'm an nice ass man. Yeah. <laughs> Would this be the first time we played one of the songs twice? <laughs> I just, I,
2: just wanted, I just wanted to put this on the soundboard
0: I'm a nice man <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, that, needs right. to
1: come up, that seems like the kind of thing That would come up anytime we discuss edging
4: uh, <laughs> Perfect episode Alright what do you guys got oh, We got uh, Johnny with, <laughs> an ass, and, uh, John, with an ass And David and John With the right answer WWE Smackdown <laughs>
3: I don't know how to draw an ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, John, do you know how to draw a peach? It's Wait. very, very similar. You don't know how to draw an ass. Like, just picture some balls. <laughs> what Perfect.
4: is that? Is that a curse to <laughs> Okay,
3: John, I'm going to break this down. I'm going to do this live for you. So you draw one round shape, <laughs> one round shape next to it, and then a waist. Done.
1: See that ah. looks like some balls with like a shaft with no head on it. Like uh, uh, it's fine, it's fine. We're not discussing how to draw an ass. It's nothing like how you draw Kirby.
4: Is that Brad? John? That's a that's a
1: can. A can. Yeah. I can't draw. <laughs> can't draw a fucking butt. See there, there you go. Looks like uh, you yeah. Uh, clearly, David <laughs> is an ass man. So, <laughs> I am an
3: ass man I'm also uh, a nice man So,
4: do we I'm actually so s- nice
3: that I want to discuss WWF Smackdown I was going to say we did
1: announce wow. the game right we did, we did say Smackdown right we did okay good um, fuck yeah <laughs> so,
4: oh. this was the uh, first good wrestling game on the Playstation <laughs> uh, all the other ones were pretty crappy and then finally this one came out and uh it was really good it had a lot of modes a lot of different wrestlers um a lot of places you could fight a lot of backstage stuff it was uh, a really good playstation uh wrestling game good music as far as because as, back when i played those games like one of my favorite part was checking out the entrances and hearing the songs and stuff yeah
1: hell yeah Yeah, it took me a second to, you know, figure it out, because I'm like, okay, well, you know, knowing Jesse and knowing Song About Asses, that's got to be a wrestling game, so I had to search, like, PlayStation Wrestling, and then it's like, oh, wait, yeah, this came out, like, SmackDown was, like, The Rocks thing, so, like, that wouldn't, I couldn't remember if that was a brand until, like, 2000, 2001 or whatever, and it's like, oh, yeah, fuck, this game came out in 2000, so... They got this one in just under the wire for the PlayStation 1. (laughs) Yep. I like uh, it. I like it a lot. Thankfully, uh, you know, we uh, Nintendo 64 players, we already had several years of good wrestling games under our belts. Like, what took them so long to get a good wrestling game out for the PlayStation?
4: (laughs) I'm not sure. There was some kind of weird uh, rights with, I believe, THQ, the people who made the uh, ones on N64. Mm. And um, I, I believe a claim was making the other ones, like Raw and stuff. And those just weren't they were they, they were clunky like in order to do finishing moves you had to do like Mortal Kombat stuff and it's like no other wrestling game does that. What the fuck? You just wanna choke slam someone, not you know up, up, down, 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 back X B yeah. XB, you know. You don't want to do a
3: fucking fatality. Yeah. Although thinking of it, of all the characters that have crossed into Mortal Kombat, how come there hasn't been a professional wrestler? Like that seems like a match made in heaven.
4: I feel like the only one you could really get away with is like maybe Undertaker. That'd maybe be fucking like, awesome. Yeah, that would that, that, that would be actually. Because
1: <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, th- oh, think about like you know. Remember the Johnny Cage angle from the first Mortal Kombat movie, where he's like, "I am a real fighter. You know, these are real moves. You can't imitate those." Like, <laughs> imagine that. But like, it's a wrestler. It's like, yeah. I'm telling you, wrestling is real, man. <laughs> Here, hold on. I'm gonna pile drive your ass and like break your fucking neck. Like, that in Mortal Kombat would be fucking awesome.
2: <laughs> I just yeah. want to see Mortal Kombat fights, but instead of the Mortal Kombat theme, it's that Ass Man song. <laughs> <laughs> step into the crypt and I'm an
1: ass man!
2: (laughs) Dun
3: dun. You can't be an ass man. Your ass dissolved off in the acid pool. Uh, For uh, a second I wasn't sure if you were going to say acid pool and I thought you were just going to go with like ass pool. It's like you put your ass in the (laughs) ass pool and it dissolved. We melted your ass in the ass pool. (laughs) It's like there's a part of the crypt like there's a part of the crypt that's just a mythical fool that steals people asses when they put their ass in it
1: also can we discuss how good it would be if Shang Sung was a renowned ass man
4: <laughs> well maybe he is
3: instead of I would taking- just imagine Shang Sung taking somebody else's form just to check out their ass <laughs> like yeah, exactly. turns into somebody <laughs> else turns around like oh yeah
1: oh come on you know what he says when he fucking takes the form of somebody else and looks at their ass in the mirror <laughs> Your ass is
2: mine. <laughs> That's perfect. I like the idea that he doesn't do shapeshifting all over just the ass. Just the ass? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. So why, like why are you wearing a thong?
3: Well, I had taken Katana's ass, so exactly. I wanted to be comfortable. <laughs> he has got a great
1: ass!
2: <laughs> His ass is just constantly morphing into other asses.
1: The show okay, The only thing that changes is the ass. I do buttons
4: seats.
3: Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to request the episode title be "Constantly Changing Asses." <laughs> yes.
4: Uh,
3: just like in Game that <laughs> Thrones, the
1: only thing that changes is the asses. Um, but yeah, so Jesse SmackDown. <laughs> um. It, so it was a it was a 2000 wrestling game for PlayStation, just in under the wire for the PlayStation 2. So I assume then you got to play as like The Rock and yeah, the probably Rock, like China Stone every- Cold. Yeah, love Stone Cold.
4: Mankind, uh, Cactus Jack, Dude Love. Um, right. The Hardy Boys. The various Foley's. Um, Gangrel and the Brood. You know, the vampires. Yeah. Undertaker. Eddie Kane. Uh No, he wasn't in uh, WWF yet.
1: Dang. I Not misremembered. Yet. But uh what a good era of wrestling to play a game of. Like Yeah. Um I assume you picked this just because you want to talk about AEW, don't you?
4: Oh. Um what's that? <laughs> yeah, I, I actually did want to. I kinda was like, oh, I'll talk about wrestling. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <Yeah. laughs>
1: Uh, sneaky, sneaky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I actually Double watched a wrestling event this past weekend, so I'm game.
4: <laughs> how, did, how did you like it, John?
1: I, I thought it was very good. Um, Johnny or David, do you have any idea what we're talking about here? Nope. Nope. Cool. cool. See yourselves out. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I thought Double or Nothing was pretty fucking great. I tuned into it about halfway through. Uh, but I, I got there just in time for, uh, Cody versus Dustin. And oh, that was man. some good- That was some good fucking wrestling by man That was a lot of blood
4: (laughs) Yeah, I think he he might have Nicked himself uh, A little too deep No kidding And I I feel like that's like a Dustin thing Like he uh, (laughs) He kind of nicks himself a little too deep Sometimes but
1: yeah, like I, you know, seriously, I was watching. I'm like, this is like, there's like blood packs or something hidden around the ring, right? Like, this no. is an insane amount of blood.
4: <laughs> no, this is just gushing out of his head.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was like fucking '80s Schwarzenegger movies levels of blood. Like, it was insane. But um, yeah, man, it was uh, it was a lot of fun, man. I I, I really it, enjoyed all uh, I told the events story, that I watched.
4: The 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 two brothers of Dusty, you know, sons of Dusty Rhodes. Uh, separated by 16 years so like you know Dustin Rhodes got to grow up with Dusty and then go and have his own life and then Cody got to grow up hearing about his big brother that was such a great you know wrestler too and now they're you know both on the top of their like fucking Dustin he's still so fucking good and he's like 50 and he's still got the best power slam in the fucking universe
1: he put some moves out there but, uh, yeah, I also realized from watching, uh, you know, AEW, I'm, you know, gonna be pretty open about something. I think I'm kinda into Cody Rhodes. I'm like, yeah, God damn, that guy kinda does it oh, for me. Like, he's <laughs> so
4: good. My, my he's an attractive man, background. and he's a yeah. good wrestler. <laughs> my wall <laughs> background is him fucking dressed up as Punished Snake with, like, the hey, red he's... arm and fucking, oh. uh,. Uh, his uh, his dog is right behind him too, and stuff. He's a good and
1: wrestler. He's got a great physique, and it's obvious he's a fucking dork. I'm like, yeah, I like that guy. He I'm
4: He's Alucard from Castlevania. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, see, I missed the, I missed that part.
4: <laughs> yeah, so more video game related. Like wrestling is just fucking video games. My my favorite <laughs> characters in wrestling all look like fighting game characters, you know. Uh, like it would have been so funny. Dude, if the battle <laughs> named Luchasaurus, and he's just a fucking giant dude with, like, a dragon mask.
1: I do love Lu- Yeah, Luchasaurus is a fucking excellent name, but I, it would have been great. Like, you know, here it is, the AEW main event brought to you by PlayStation Classic. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, uh, <laughs> that, that one didn't go their way. But, uh, yeah, you know, I wouldn't put that past Cody. But, yeah, uh i'm actually halfway interested in watching wrestling again thanks to that Uh, you know fuck wwe but uh you know this aew thing uh, yeah it's wrestling and it's owned by the jags guys kind of you know it's enough for me so anyway um, That's gonna be different when is (laughs) aew double or nothing the game coming out for uh, i don't know
4: (laughs) i i heard that they are working on a video game too so tony Khan is all fucking in Fuck yeah, dude. See, that's the other
1: thing, man. Tony Khan is just the dork-ass son of a billionaire who's like, hey, you know what we should do? It's a good wrestling promotion. It's like, yeah, cool. You you got a couple of billion dollars? Oh, yes, I do. I'm actually the dork-ass son of a billionaire. I have a couple of billion dollars. (laughs) Like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, AEW's great.
4: So, uh, I made a little lightning round. (gasps) Ooh. So this is a, a return of one of the classic games I've, And this time I, I have a, uh, a name for it It's called Fake Fucker or Fake Fighter And basically, um, I'm going to give you a name And you tell me if it's a wrestler or a porn star Ooh,
1: this, I this love I this ha- a <laughs> lightning round we've used more than once That's fantastic I might have a shot at
2: this one
3: this is the worst type of lightning round because in order to win, you have to show your hand.
2: Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> it's, it's equally embarrassing,
1: man. You gotta you gotta cross the edge, and you gotta admit that you're either a fan of pornography or wrestling. <laughs> so, what? yes, the wait, wait, what's the problem with either of these? I was fine. Pornography. Yeah,
4: <laughs> they're essentially the same thing.
3: Indeed, yeah, they're both great. I need to watch more wrestling. Goddamn!
4: All right. We're gonna start with uh Johnny. Abella Danger. Uh wrestler. Incorrect. <sighs> <sighs> you fool! <laughs> David. Lana Rhodes. Porn star. That is correct. Indora Inappropriate. <laughs> Jimmy Wang Yang. Wrestler. Correct. Come! <laughs> what uh, is
3: that the wrestler sound? <laughs> Don't worry about it, David.
4: Justin. Credible. Oh, porn star. Incorrect. Ah. David. Danny Mountain. Porn star. Correct.
3: Indra Bashi.
4: John, Evan Stone. Porn star. Correct.
0: Indra Bashe!
4: Johnny, Shane Diesel. Porn star? Correct. All right. Indra Bashe! (laughs) David, (laughs) Tara, Ryzen. Wrestler? Correct Come That's Triple H's <laughs> first name John Big Dick Johnson
1: <laughs> This feels like a trap <laughs> uh, I'm going with wrestler
4: <laughs> Correct Yeah
1: Wait <laughs> where's <laughs> oh, my thumbs sound
4: Alright Johnny Come <laughs> Beaver
2: cleavage <laughs> oh, that's, that's gotta be a porn star. That's
4: a wrestler. Oh uh. <laughs> <laughs> Plus David. Alpha. <laughs> David. <laughs> Ember Moon. Wrestler? Correct. Come! And, uh, John? Orange Cassidy.
1: That's so. Up in the air,
4: wrestler. Correct. And uh, the ah. fast score: Johnny with one point, David with four points, and John with four points. Hell yeah! <laughs> and Orange Cassidy is so funny. He uh, he he uses the weakest moves. Like he just kind of like reaches over with his like hand and just kind of slaps you like that, <laughs> and. People will just go crazy. It's ridiculous. <laughs>
1: I love it. Um, yeah, dude. Fantastic fucking lightning round. Uh, uh, always nice to have the uh, porn star or wrestler lightning round back on the show. Always a pleasure. And, uh, you know, different kinds of pleasure. And, Johnny, I think it's just time to send it over to the calculating computer. This, this episode's been all fucked up,
2: man.
0: <laughs> calculating computer activated. <laughs> Computers. Beeps. Boops. Uh, ah. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... Jesse Moore.
1: Jesse, congratulations, man, for sacrificing your own point-getting ability to bring us that fantastic lightning round. You are tonight's winner. we got to put you over, man. It's a Three. last-second twist.
2: <laughs> Give me the rub. <laughs> I love the what fact
1: that it's like, David, you got the most game. points,
3: but fuck you, Jesse wins. Yeah, dude, we're
1: talking about wrestling. That's bound to happen. Like, <laughs> you, know, you and I were tied at seven. Look, There's no David- decent way to break this tie. Jesse runs in like John Moxley and just fucking DDTs us into the ground. It's his show. <laughs>
4: Look, John um, didn't screw you. David screwed David. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, uh... What? Yeah. <laughs> Watch some wrestling, David. <laughs> and uh, in the meantime, Jesse, congratulations, man. It's time. It's time to name the theme for next week's episode. What do you got for us?
4: I've been seeing a lot about this uh, mini Sega Genesis that's coming out. and there is <laughs> Another some... mini console theme? <laughs> yeah, but this one, oh my God, it has a lot of really good games on it. So let's do Sega Genesis.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Now we're bringing it back into Johnny's wheelhouse. Johnny, spread Aww. your wheelhouse. We're putting a theme deep inside of it. and i have uh, spread
2: my wheelhouse all over the place. <laughs> it's going to be a I great I don't show. feel comfortable Ain't on the show out. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this
1: show's gotten a little blue. It's pretty great. So, yeah, that's going to be a good episode, man. We, uh, you know, we need a Sega theme. I'm glad you said, you know, I'm glad that you didn't go Saturn or Dreamcast. I'm glad we're going Genesis again. That's uh, Mm. that's a strong, strong show. Coming next week on Game That Tune. So thank you so much, everybody, for listening this week. Thanks for everybody watching along live with us. We're live every Wednesday night uh, on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook.com slash Game That Tune. We appreciate you joining us live. Uh, we appreciate everybody uh, joining us in our Discord server to chat along live with us. Thanks for chatting it up with us. Uh, head over to GameThatTune.com and find our Discord server. And uh, thank you for our request this week. Our request came from our YouTube channel, but you can put your request in via email GameThatTune at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at GameThatTune. Thanks to everybody checking out patreon.com slash game that tune it's the home for fun podcast exclusives we've got uh, GTT gems. we just did our uh, latest our GTT gems showdown you should go listen to that uh, we've got mixtapes we've got Jesse's covered up series we've got our movie commentaries that are going to get back on track here in the next uh, couple of weeks or so Um, We got a lot of great stuff over there, Patreon. You help us, uh, you know, buy new equipment and keep our live stream going. So check out Patreon.com slash Game That Tune. Special thanks to the super fan tier producers, Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, all fantastic. And we appreciate your support. Um, Like I said before, you can hit us up with requests uh, on pretty much anywhere hit us up in our discord server hit us up via email gamethatune gmail.com hit us up at youtube.com slash tune in the comments for our 24 7 live stream because I'll occasionally see it there and put it on the show like I did with Street Fighter EX plus alpha Uh, or hit us up on Twitter at gamethatune or find us individually on Twitter I'm there at jgangsta187 you can find John Regan on Twitter at jpreganjr you can find David Fleming on Twitter at DFD Fleming and you can find Jesse Moore this week's winner on Twitter at
4: Sega underscore legend
1: alright then Sega Legend you got a Sega show coming next week so I assume
4: that we got a fantastic Sega bonus tune taking us home so I found this dude on uh, YouTube named uh, Chip Tuned Raijin and he does uh, Genesis covers of like other game songs, so this song is okay. from Mega Man X. I forget. I think it's either Storm Eagle or Spark Mandrel. It's been a while since I picked it out, but well,
1: I'll tell you as soon as I start hearing it. But uh, yeah. fuck yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> Storm Eagle. <So> yeah. <laughs> Peace out, everybody. is copyright 1998, Namco Limited. Soul Edge is copyright 1997, Namco Limited. Street Fighter EX Plus Alpha is copyright 1998, Capcom Company Limited. Marvel vs. Capcom Clash of Superheroes is copyright 1998, Capcom Company Limited. WWF Smackdown is copyright 2008, THQ Incorporated. All
2: fighting games. David
3: Fleming. Okay, John's expression makes me think that John didn't read the private
2: message. Plus alpha. (laughs) Oh (laughs) shit! My bad. I did not see that.
3: Oh, Billy Gunn was in a couple wrestling games. Here are all the ones on PlayStation One. Like, I'm gonna take a guess on the first one. I did.
4: I did say first in my trivia.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, and, you did. And it was the real first, unlike that fake third. Uh, that fake third first yeah, that almost got Jesse is. fired.
4: Because <laughs> I fucking I was like, "That's Marvel vs. Capcom, but it's not Marvel vs. Capcom 2, And he said, second game, third game." Hey, Blake, yeah, to, you know, to me that's a Capcom. New- no, I love the the detailed list of things he would like to do with an ass, but he never said fuck.
1: Yeah, John, it was a fucking song for the opening of a, like, you know, wrestling promotion. There wasn't a lot of ass-fucking going on on that, you know, like, Tuesday night television. Sorry!